Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers? The Home Depot has an idea. Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in her patios, walkways, and gardens. Right now, get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants, indoors and outside. Shop our wide selection online and pick up your order in-store and give mom the gift of a beautiful garden. Get Vigoro Potting Soil just $8.97 at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Slim Down and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy. As you watch the world's finest winter athletes freeze their giblets off from your warm and cozy couches, you may ask yourself, what type of workouts do these gladiators do in preparation for the Winter Olympics? And while I could easily fill a book with the exact training protocols involved in each of the Winter Olympic sports, there are some basics that you can incorporate into your own personal Olympic training push. And as you will find out, despite the uniqueness of these sports, I mean, bobsleighing anyone, the preparation and the training often seems all too familiar. The individual sports that are included at the 2018 Winter Olympics are basically the same as previous years, at least in my lifetime. In fact, the list of sports has not changed at all since the skeleton event was added back in 2002. There are 15 sports in the Winter Olympics organized into three main categories, and those categories are ice sports, alpine skiing and snowboarding events, and Nordic events. And in each of those categories, there are the following specific events. Olympic ice sports include bobsleigh, luge, skeleton, ice hockey, figure skating, speed skating, short track speed skating, and curling. In the Olympic alpine skiing and snowboarding events, there are alpine skiing, freestyle skiing, and snowboarding. And in the Olympic Nordic events, there's biathlon, cross-country skiing, ski jumping, and Nordic combined. Now, although the Winter Olympics only come around once every four years and obviously only take place in the winter, Olympic athletes train all year round for this moment in the world spotlight. And as you can guess from the list I just gave you, the sports in the Winter Olympics are as varied as you can get. But still, many Olympic athletes use common training techniques, just like us mortals, in preparation for their chosen sport. So let's look at a few Winter Olympic sports and the workouts that many Olympic hopefuls use in their training that you could or perhaps already do incorporate into your fitness routine. Let's start with Olympic ice sport workouts. Now, training for the bobsled, skeleton, or luge requires power for the massive push-off start, as well as strong core control for driving the sled or steering the luge along the fastest tangent line, which ensures the shortest distance is being traveled. You can get yourself ready to carve up the ice by working your core and power with these moves. There's the ab-wheel rollout. 
Now for this, you start from your knees and you take the ab wheel and roll forward and get as low as you can to the ground and then roll yourself back up to your knees, keeping your arms straight and your hips extended the whole time. Then there's a thing called the alligator walk. With your feet on a reasonably slidey surface or an ab wheel, start in a push-up position and crawl with your arms locked, keeping your legs straight and dragging them behind you. Then there's the stability ball push-up, and you just get yourself into a push-up position with your hands on a stability ball, engage your glutes and your core, and do a push-up. For a harder variation, you can try lifting one leg off the ground. And then there's the stability ball pike. So you get yourself into a plank position with your shins on the stability ball this time, and using your arms and core, push your butt into the air and roll the ball onto your feet. Then return to your starting position and repeat. Now, ice sports athletes would also do some more ubiquitous exercises, such as barbell back squats or weighted step-ups to build strength and stability in their legs and lower body. And speed skaters need a combination of power, stability, and balance to make their way around that oval ice rink at insanely fast speeds. So all skaters will train on and off the ice, doing drills to build their endurance and power. But for speed skating events, a workout that involves the following power-enhancing moves would be advantageous. And we'll start with the knee drive. To do this, you lean forward with your hands on a wall and rapidly drive your knees up while pushing your feet as though you're trying to dig them into the ground. Then we have the sled push. You load up a sled, like you see football players or CrossFit athletes using, with a light amount of resistance. Then you sprint as hard as you can while pushing the sled for only 5 to 10 seconds. Then you rest and repeat. Then you can do something called forward bounds, and that's like sprinting combined with long jumping. You bound as far, but not necessarily as high, as you can from one foot to the other, trying to cover as much ground as you can with each forward bound. Now, hockey players and figure skaters need some extra upper body strength as well, so they'll want to throw in some exercises like barbell bench press or pull-ups or dips and rows. And all skaters will likely spend some time on what we call a slide board, which, if you have a chance to try, is an amazing workout, even if you aren't an Olympic hopeful skater. So to use the slide board, you put the slide board on the ground and then you stand on it. And once you're on the slide board, you bend your knees slightly and use the muscles of your upper thighs to push yourself from one end of the board to the other. Now, like dancers, Figure skaters train off the ice, practicing jumps and kicks and flexibility and balance and coordination. For all of these things, they need power and endurance. A good way to get this is by doing box jumps. These simulate the kind of balance that's necessary for a figure skater to gracefully land on one foot on the ice. So to do a box jump, you stand in a ready-to-pounce position with your feet shoulder-width apart a comfortable distance from the box. Then, extend your hips, swing your arms, and push your feet through the floor to propel yourself onto the box. Then, you want to land like a cat, and by that I mean quietly and lightly, on one foot. Then, step back down to the floor and prepare for the next jump. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. The snowboarding events include Half Pipe, Parallel Giant Slalom, and Snowboard Cross. Now, the half pipe requires agility, power, and balance, and snowboard cross and giant solemn require speed and technical skill. These athletes have been known to incorporate other activities such as surfing, skateboarding, and mountain biking into their training. Now, alpine skiing includes a handful of events where skiers can reach, well, speeds over 90 miles per hour. Ski racers, of course, spend the majority of their time training on the snow, but they also have been known to incorporate dry land strength and agility workouts that mimic their event. Freestyle skiing includes aerials, moguls, and ski cross, which are a mixture of strength, acrobatic agility, and endurance. In fact, aerial skiers often start their careers as gymnasts or divers, On the other hand, mogul skiers need strength and power and also fast reflexes. Now, at their base, all of these skiing events all require a workout that involves some of these basic strength training exercises to get them ready for gold. And the first exercise is the barbell deadlift. Now, to do this, you stand with your feet hip-width apart, bend at the hips, and lower your hips and knees until your shins touch the bar. Now with your chest up and your back strong, drive through your heels to lift the weight up. When the bar passes your knees, pull your shoulder blades together and drive your hips forward. Then lower the bar by bending at the hips and guiding it slowly to the floor, slow and controlled. And the next exercise is barbell front squat. And to do this, you hold the bar in front of your shoulders, then you slowly bend at the knees while keeping a straight posture. Go down until your knees are bent around 90 degrees or a little bit more. Then raise the bar back up by pushing the floor away with the middle of your foot and straighten your legs back to starting position. And the next exercise is the glute ham raise. Now you have to get on the machine and put your feet on the foot plate and in between the rollers. And you do this face down with your knees just a little bit behind the pad. 
Then you begin at the bottom of the movement and initiate the movement by flexing your hamstrings. Now keep your upper body straight and make sure to stop when your body is fully upright. Then lower back down to starting position, keeping your descent slow and controlled. Now snowboarders in particular will want to add in some more interesting and compact agility variations into their program. Things like the forward crawl or otherwise known as the bear crawl. And to do this you start on all fours with your knees about an inch above the ground and crawl forward by taking a tiny step with your right arm and your left leg at the same time. Then another step with your left arm and your right leg and so on and so on like a bear. Then the next exercise is called a side kick through. And this one's <laughs> kind of hard to explain, but I'll do my best. But if you want to really get an idea of how this works, I've put a link in the show notes over at getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com and look for episode 376. But basically you start on all fours with your feet, but not your knees on the ground. Then you lift your right arm and your left leg at the same time. Then you swing your left leg underneath you and kick it out to the right while keeping your right hand near your shoulder. Then you bring your leg back underneath you and place your left foot and your right hand back on the ground. Then you do the same thing on the other side. But once again, go and check it out on YouTube. It's really hard to explain. And the next workout is called the crab walk. So you basically invert your bear position and start with your hands and your feet flat on the ground with your belly facing up this time. Then your knees should be bent and your hips should be just off the ground. Your arms should be straight with your hands directly underneath your shoulders. Then you start walking forward by simply moving your left hand followed by your right foot. Then your right hand followed by your left foot. Just like a crab. A crab that happens to have four limbs. Cross-country skiing is the most endurance-focused sport in the Winter Olympics. And these athletes train hard. Alongside Tour de France cyclists, cross-country skiers have some of the highest VO2 max levels around. Cross-country skiers have been known to do many of the workouts I've mentioned previously, but will also do things like rollerblading, running, cycling, and rowing. Now, cross-country and also freestyle skiers will want to add in some endurance exercises like these ones too. Exercises like the farmer's walk, where you grab two very heavy dumbbells that you can handle safely and stand up tall with your chest and your shoulders back. Then you walk for about 30 meters and then rest and repeat. And you can do this for up to 15 minutes or until your grip strength <laughs> gives out. You can also do what's called a trunk circuit. Now with this, you work the entire trunk, not just the abs, using a combination of plank, side plank, bridge, airplane and superman and you hold each of these positions for 30 to 60 seconds with a 30 second rest in between keeping a straight spine and engage all of the core muscles from the rectus abdominis on the front to the multifetus on the back and then the next exercise is the single leg squat to do this you stand on your right leg and put your left leg behind you on a box or a ball then you lower your body into a squat until your knee is bent at a 90 degree angle. Remember to keep your ankle, your knee, and your hip all in line and try not to let your knee sag to the inside or the outside. Think tall thoughts and push your leg back into a straight and standing position. And finally, biathlon is a bit of an outlier because it combines cross-country skiing and target shooting. 
In this event, biathletes need to go as quickly as possible from an all-out heart rate-busting sprint directly into a calm, concentrated, and controlled activity of target shooting. You know, I once trained a former biathlete for a marathon, and I was endlessly amused and also amazed at how quickly he could drop his heart rate, even after running some gut-busting hill repeats. Like cross-country skiers, biathletes incorporate running, cycling, rollerblading, and rowing into their training, but they also spend hours at target practice and work specifically on breath control. Some of them even incorporate swimming into their program because that can really help to teach them to control their breathing during a high-intensity effort. All right, I've obviously only scratched the surface here, but I think you get the idea. You may never hurdle your body down an ice-covered track or throw another human being into the air while wearing skates or score the winning goal on the likes of Shannon Zabatos to bring home the gold medal. And, well, neither will I. But we can, and likely do, train in similar ways to all of those high achievers that we watch and cheer on from our comfy seats back home. Now, I don't know about you, but... I'm feeling pretty inspired to go and do a skeleton-style workout of my own. Of course, minus the part where I experience forces up to 5 Gs and reach speeds over 130 kilometers per hour. Yikes. Now, before I go, I want to thank a few of you who took the time to go over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review and a rating. People like Kalani, who left a review that was titled TED Talk on Fitness and Four Stars, said, Brock knows his stuff. You'll learn a lot of great information on this podcast that will help you to be a fitter and healthier you. Subscribe and add this to your podcast arsenal. <laughs> thanks, Kalani. And also thanks to MR Pollock and SJ Skeleton 04 and Run and Listen and Desert Bite and the list goes on and on. Thank you guys. I really appreciate it. And if you want to leave a review and a rating, just go to Apple Podcasts and search for Get Fit Guy. But even if you don't do that, you can head over to facebook.com slash getfitguy or twitter.com slash getfitguy or getfitguy.quickanddirtytips.com or even send me an email at getfitguy at quickanddirtytips.com. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go get fit. The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Visit Angie.com. You can do this when you Angie that.